My name's Lucy. And I'm Juliet. And this is Dyke Lemmers, where we talk about all things dykey. So get strapped in for a gay old time. Okay, hi. Hiya. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. I feel like I just saw you. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as per usual, I feel like I spend most of my time with you. I know, I know. (laughs) But I wouldn't like it any other way. Same. You know, sometimes when you you don't see someone for like a month Mm. and you just think, how the hell has it been a month? No, I know. Well, you have those friends, don't you, where they're like kind of fair weather friends Mm. where like they're good friends still, but you see them, yeah, after a month and it's the same. Yeah. But you just your lives are intertwined but if we get that for like a week i'm like Literally. where is lucy what yeah. is happening i know it's stressing me i out. know i know well we don't normally go that long do we no normally a couple of days normally no. when we see each other we're like when are we next seeing each other like, yeah. it's like a, it has to be a conscious thought process yeah anyway what have you been up to um so we together went to trans pride didn't we oh yeah yeah it was amazing which was yeah incredible it's yeah. the first one that i've been to which i mean i only went to pride parade for the first mm-hmm. time last year um so i guess it just wasn't really something i had like planned for last year yeah um but yeah i'm so glad yeah. we went this year yeah it was it was incredible like was. so many people turned up mm-hmm. which i thought was insane i mean obviously i have nothing to compare it to but it seemed mm. like a lot of people mm. and just like such a um safe held space like yeah. i really loved that they they're really um accessibility focused like mm-hmm. they're making sure the people with like mobility needs needed to go first yeah. and all of that yeah um so yeah i had a wonderful time yeah likewise <laughs> yeah i knew about it last year but for some reason i just didn't go yeah i, I think it, it maybe was a case of like oh it's tomorrow and yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. Um, or just didn't feel prepared, I don't know, or didn't feel like it was my space, maybe. And, yeah. like, since then, I've, like, done a lot more research and I understand a lot more. Mm. But it was, yeah, it was amazing. We got rained on, didn't we? Which was poetic. We did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, to Lucy, I was like, the scri- the skies. The skies are crying. They're crying. The trans people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was amazing. And do you know what? I was, like, pleasantly surprised how little sort of um like negativity there was yeah i didn't really see any i'm sure there was don't get me wrong but i didn't see any yeah um you did feel like a little bit of a like i don't know how to describe it like you know where there was just like people on the sidelines that clearly didn't know what was going on and which yeah recording. yeah um so it felt a bit sort of I don't know, weird like that. Because you go yeah. literally through the centre of London. Like Piccadilly, yeah. through, yeah, through it all. And um, you were wearing your trousers that you'd made, which I were was. really cool. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm really into making things. I can't remember if I've said this on a podcast before, but I'm really into making things. Mm-hmm. I am one of those gay people that if I see something, I'll just be like, well, I can make that, obviously. <laughs> obviously, whenever I make it, it's obviously. like kind of shit. Yeah. But... I'm happy for myself anyway. And you were getting a lot of a lot of pictures, a lot of press. <laughs> I know. I got um, photographed by Vogue. No way! Did I, I never that? saw that because <laughs> I was I, like I was looking through the pictures that were p- being posted on Instagram. And I was like, Lucy must be in here somewhere I because know. like literally like ten photographers took pictures yeah. of you. I don't know what it was. <laughs> My hair, probably. Maybe the, the white t-shirt moment. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it could have been that, to be fair. That's probably why none of them got posted. Maybe. It's like fucking nips galore. Yeah. I wore, like, it was really badly cut. Like, I just sort of yak, 
um, hacked at like a shirt. So it was really short anyway, and it was really thin. It was like one of those ones from H&M, it was like £2.50. Yeah, probably one of these Yeah, situations. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and obviously it pissed it down. So yeah. immediately it was just, yeah, nipples. But to be fair, a lot of people were naked. So I don't yeah. think I was the most naked person no, exactly, there. exactly. I looked quite naked though. If you look at the photo, it's like, because I'm so fucking pale, <laughs> I just feel like I look a I lot more naked. I see the photos now. That, that should be our photo mm-hmm. for this for this episode yeah. maybe yeah um but yeah what have you what have you been up to i went to uh queerly beloved at 21 soho mm. and i want to shout it out because i've known about it for a while and i've seen it but just not gone did you mm. know about that no oh, what is it it's like um it's stand-up comedy oh okay it's oh only, yeah yeah I, now. I, re- yeah I bet you would recognize the poster okay it sort of looks like bubbles okay um i don't know who does that like um what would that be like the art the graphic design. Yeah, but it's really good. Marketing. Whoever you are, well you're doing <laughs> a good job. But it was so fun and it yeah. was eight pounds. Mm. It's every month. A deal. Yeah. What a steal. It's, it, I think it's it's every Wednesday every month, mm. like once a month. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd really recommend going. I mean, it's, it is stand-up comedy, so it's always going to be mm. a couple of misses, I guess. Yeah. Um, but John Travolver hosted it mm. i don't know if they always host it they're a drag king okay um but they they're so funny have you seen yeah. them no no i they don't think so quite a lot at royal vox they're part of the okay. i think they're part of the pet oh, maybe i have them kings. because i've seen a lot of drag kings performing there so like mm. yeah i think maybe one of the that set i may have seen is it only but... pecs that perform at royal vox to heaven uh, I don't know. I feel like it is. Maybe. I might be wrong, but <laughs> I feel like, uh, oh no, because they do the King of Clubs night, don't they? Mm. I don't know if that's different. Mm. Someone's going to come for me. <laughs> be like, no, everyone's allowed to perform there. <laughs> I just don't remember. Okay, so lesbian friendships. Yes, I exactly. Love this yeah, we're talking, yeah, all about lesbian friendships how Mm -hmm. to make them how to maintain them and if you need to how to end them Mm -hmm. but we'll we'll focus on mainly the positives and then get to that at the end i don't think ending friendships is a negative no i think it's the right thing to do yeah Mm -hmm. if it's good for you then then Mm -hmm. it makes sense but uh, yeah i think one of the reasons we wanted to bring this topic Mm -hmm. uh is because I feel like that's us, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are the lesbian we friendship. Are. Yeah. And like, honestly, guys, I'll be real with you. Like, we're aware of the other lesbian podcasts that are out there. Mm-hmm. And quite a lot of them, it's couples. Yeah. So we're out here representing the people that are just queer friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are some friendships out there. But mm. um, I, I don't know. I just think it's it's nice to talk about and promote having friends i guess because yeah. it's kind of a taboo subject you're sort of just assumed to have friends when yeah. you're an adult but yeah it's not that simple it's and it's not that easy i think when you're an, when you're an adult making friends and yeah also deciding like who you want in your in your life because mm-hmm. i think when you're younger it's like this whole thing of like oh i need to be popular and, and you need to have all these friends and like all these different groups and and be friends with people's in, people in these groups that I don't necessarily like. Yeah, and I think yeah. when you're an adult, you have a lot more ownership over your time and your space, and mm. so you can choose more so who mm. you allow in. Yeah, basically, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's I guess why you have naturally less friends when you're an adult yeah. because you get rid of those sort of. Do you know what? I wouldn't even call them friends when you were talking mm. about like the ones at school and yeah, it's like people associated with mm. one another. 
you almost like when you become an adult you get those people at work don't you but yeah you have more conscious awareness i suppose to understand that they're not a friend they are a colleague Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i don't know what flips in in the brain to to be able to recognize that i don't know i don't i think it's honestly being busy and like not having like all this spare time that you do get like Mm. uni and school where yeah you you fill that time with like social things and yeah Mm. i think you you have to like take the time that you have the little time that you have to socialize Mm. and and really use it in in like a beneficial way to you Mm. um but yeah, should we get yeah, into polls. the polls? Yeah, what do people think? Do people agree? Do we need <laughs> What do people friends? think? Um, so we did, well, we did an open uh, call on on what people think about queer friendships in general. And I'll get cool. into that. Mm-hmm. But we also did um, a poll about one aspect of queer friendships, mm-hmm. um, which is maybe mistaking a queer friendship for something that it's not Mm. um which i think is common in queer friendships especially and i'm talking like queer friendships with other queer people um yeah and we'll get into why i think people do that yeah but yeah so the responses were so the question was ever mistaken a queer friendship for more and 83 percent said yes hasn't everyone Mm -hmm. and 17% said no I have boundaries (laughs) which I thought was quite a harsh way of putting it but like truth yeah (laughs) I'm surprised I gotta be honest like I'm not that surprised oh okay I kind of feel like every queer person has had that moment no I'm surprised it's not higher oh it's not higher yeah yeah Yeah. true yeah to be fair I think depends when you come out and how much experience you had dating Mm. before you came out Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. if you're like older you probably would be do you know i'm talking shit because (laughs) it's hard it's hard like i was gonna say like well when you're older i guess you understand friendships more but that's absolute shite Mm. because it's hard to differentiate or for me it's hard to differentiate between like chemistry in like a friendship Mm. way and Mm. a romantic way i've got Mm. it now it's much easier when you're in a relationship yeah yeah and, you know if you or once you've had multiple relationships it's much easier but if you're inexperienced I do think it's hard yeah no exactly I, yeah I do think there's some truth to what you were saying of like it, it can depend a little bit on when you come out because I think mm. if I think back to when I was younger right and I was coming into my sexuality as a, as a straight person um back then <laughs> <laughs> the dark days um you you have to learn that mm. and i think when you come out again especially later in life like i did it's like going through puberty again so yeah. it, uh, you have to learn it again mm. um yeah and really differentiate between what is a platonic mm. connection and what is like a, a romantic connection yeah yeah i think it depends on your experiences as well because my mm. like early sexual experience with women and romantic um do you know i'm not even a township by saying sexual i'll say romantic um was friends mm. so it for mm. me it was quite complicated yeah um but now that i'm adult it's fine but mm. like yeah I, I think it depends on your experiences if you if maybe you've had no experiences with women mm. it might actually be easier i don't mm. know i wouldn't know because that's not me but like mm. i feel like that would be easier in my head just knowing my experiences of being so like 
massively like gaslit into saying mm. this is a friendship when it's not mm. but maybe that's just me yeah <laughs> does anyone else have anything yeah well let's see so we did have someone respond to like that section of things oh cool um so to the whole um have you mistaken it for more this person said I do the exact opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm completely oblivious to women flirting with me until someone either points out or I think about it in hindsight. I just think people are being nice. That's cute. I like that. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. And I do, I do get that. Like, I think especially in like my early days of coming out, like I, I think I was still, I still had a lot of that ingrained, like, um, comp hat basically okay. where I, I just assumed everyone was not gay until proven otherwise kind of thing that's so funny yeah. we are the opposite yeah <laughs> I assume everyone fancies me do you remember I mean even from the day you met me you probably thought she, she thinks this room is looking at her and they're not <laughs> yeah but I think I've grown more into that because yeah, like, yeah. we've definitely had times where we've been out and we'd be like we're hot shit we right are now. amazing and then other days we're just crying yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then to, like, I think we asked on Instagram um, why are queer friendships um, important to yeah. you? And um, so we had a couple of responses. So someone put here, not having to explain myself or be on edge that someone's just not going to get it. Yeah. My ex-partner wanted to explore polyamory there was a lot of education and overcoming misconceptions before I could even talk about it with my friends. They went straight back to shaming them for their lifestyle when it made us incompatible. Also, I don't think, I don't love um, taking groups of straight people with me to queer events. So I think Mm. to break that down a bit, I think what they're talking about here, I can only assume is that when they had that partner who wanted to explore polyamory. It was straight people that they were explaining it to. That's the vibe that I'm getting Mm -hmm. here. Um, Because then they talk about not taking them to queer events. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that hits the nail on the head. It's it's the understanding, I suppose, is already ingrained Mm -hmm. if they're queer or Mm -hmm. gay. Um, Yeah, I mean, I find straight people fairly difficult to relate to yeah and I'm sure they find me difficult to relate to yeah and sometimes I felt like not anymore like I should preface this by saying like the the straight I, I, I nearly said gay the queer then did you hear that <laughs> I'm not, so not used to saying it um the straight people who, what is that I don't know that word um <laughs> the straight people I'm friends with now you're obviously in my life for a reason mm. but when you go to uni and you know school mm. and workplaces like you mm. are shoved into straight spaces generally yeah obviously it depends but um yeah some of the the straight people that I've interacted with I do feel like I'm like almost like a joke like Mm. my lifestyle's kind of like silly Mm. silly goofy like like if you say something like I don't know that you go out or something then Mm. with your partner then it's like oh you guys just club all the time like I feel like we never get like leeway Mm. or I haven't been given a much leeway in the past or like god forbid I say that my partner's done something a bit shitty or i've done a bit shit something a bit shitty suddenly you're a fuck girl like Mm. you should just dump them Mm. whereas like women straight women will literally go up to their straight friends and be like my boyfriend is the biggest load of shit i hate him so much anyway getting married next week yeah yeah (laughs) literally like there's that um there's that trend on tiktok i think where people were talking about like all the questionable things that their partners did that they that they stayed with i would have loved to see that trend. (laughs) and they were like a lot of them like 
girls who were in straight relationships and it was just like all this like horrific gaslighting mm. and just like bad behavior cheating um lying and yet they still stayed with them mm. um but yeah god forbid that we have a, a bond a row yeah with our, with our, yeah. With our partners and yeah. then suddenly yeah i think yeah that's what that girl is that well that person is getting at mm-hmm. that um yeah one little thing and then it just taking gets taken massively mm. out of context basically mm. um someone else said uh you have a better understanding of things and more in common plus gay nights are always better <laughs> fair i agree i agree how can i not agree but then we are gay yeah so like so we would, agree. would straight people <laughs> like gay nights out i don't actually mm. know you've taken some straight people on a gay night out yeah actually yeah um i think uh birthday last year mm-hmm. i took some straight people to uh to she, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was fun. I do think they, they were quite overwhelmed. But that's the thing. I would they assume. Were a bit like, Whoa. Yeah, when it's actually just normal, you could literally just have a normal night out. Yeah, I think <laughs> sometimes straight women um, or people that just haven't been into lesbian bars mm. think that it's gonna be like very predatory, and loads mm. of women are gonna, gonna come mm. up to you, sweetheart. No one's even coming up to me. Yeah, <laughs> like why would they come up to you? No, exactly. And there's that classic trope of like. Um, queer women just like looking at each other from across the yeah, room. Yeah, that's saying it. <laughs> that's that's what it is. You know, if you um, want someone to come up to you, hopefully they've got the confidence or you've got the confidence. Mm. But generally, you just look at each other. And I yeah. don't think straight people, straight women, know that's what we do. Yeah. So I think they get confused and think that we're gonna like rat <laughs> get <laughs> yeah. on you, get our claws into you. you. But yeah. it's not. It's not like that. Like you might get looked mm-hmm. at, but you also might just get passingly looked at. Yeah. So it's not exactly it'll be fine exactly you'll have a fun night yeah so let's jump into Mm -hmm. why we think queer friendships are important Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's your thoughts um i have a lot of thoughts actually and when i was kind of going through it and my notes and everything um i was thinking a lot about our friendship okay and yeah i just think like what's lovely about having a queer friendship is just like I think that it really goes against that stigma that you can't have a kind of lifelong companionship with anyone other than your partner. Mm. I think that that is so often perpetuated in society. And it's like, no, you can find that level of platonic intimacy, like with, with, yeah, with a friend. Mm. And it's really like hard to go through society as a lesbian without that support like Mm. I think you need someone who's gonna understand what you're going through and like if you say to them oh hey like I was hate crimed yesterday like that was shit they'll get it you know Mm. or like oh like me and my partner have been having discussions (laughs) this is maybe later down the line for us about like having children and Mm -hmm. we don't know how we're gonna afford it Mm. all that kind of stuff like they get it whereas I feel like I have had some of those discussions with like straight people in my life before and there's just like this shroud of just like misunderstanding Mm. of like not understanding yeah what that experience is like Mm. basically yeah I think it's it's the cure to like lesbian loneliness that we Mm. all feel like being a lesbian is really lonely like Elsa yeah (laughs) Elsa 
<laughs> from Frozen. Is she she's lonely? A, she's a lonely lesbian. Is she? Yeah, well, people oh. joke about her being a lonely lesbian. Oh. She doesn't have any, like, straight oh, relationship. Yeah, no, okay. she doesn't have any relationship. So, okay. lonely lesbian. And she got frozen heart. Yeah. <laughs> mean lesbian, mean frozen lesbian, heart. Yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, it's someone that it understands you completely isn't mm. it um you know obviously lesbians are different we are different um and there's different types of lesbians mm. but ultimately as you said it's someone that understands you has similar life experiences to mm. you and yeah what you said in terms of like having a platonic partner mm. in some ways i actually think like more focus needs to be put on that yeah. for people because Definitely. you know where people say like oh my you know my first um they always say wlw which i don't like very much but uh <laughs> relationship which means mm. woman loving woman Mm. Um, was awful and you know they treated me terribly I just think where were your mates yeah where, like, why did no one tell you what was the support like yeah, yeah and on, and advice and honesty like that's mm. something I had here of like you need someone who's going to be there and tell you like the harsh home truths about what you're doing in your life mm-hmm. like I know we've always had that kind yeah. of an interaction of like if you're being shitty, I'll, I'll tell you you're being oh, yeah. shitty. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, I think that actually was in the early stages of our friendship. One yeah. of the things that made us as close as we are. Definitely. That we just were honest with each other. And yeah. I think I always look for that in friendships in general. Mm. Like, whether they're queer or not, like, I I don't want someone who's going to sit there and, and just, like, be fake and lie to my face mm. and say other shit behind my back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Turn yeah. to my face, you know? Like, exactly. I need to know that that person is going to be direct and honest with me, like, mm. at all times. Mm. Because, yeah, we can behave mm. badly. And then yeah. oh, God, we yeah. need to be called out for it. Yeah. Otherwise, how can that how do you learn? change, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I think it's so important as well to have queer friendships outside of queer relationships yeah because yeah like yeah like you said god mm. forbid you have an argument with your partner mm. where do you, you turn? need some people mm-hmm. to turn to and they need to be people who are separate from mm. your partner's friendship groups as well yes my god ladies so keep your friendship groups separate obviously you can intertwine and stuff but like yeah. make sure you've got you're still seeing your mates without them mm. and things like that yeah no mm. exactly um and then i also kind of had here that um yeah just like that sense of safety and home and like knowing that you'll be supported no matter what like I remember last year when we went to pride yeah I would not have been able to have gone to pride if I couldn't have come and stayed at yours because mm-hmm. I wasn't living in London at the time yeah and I forgot about that yeah, yeah. like it would have been so shit for me yeah. to but like have to get a train home or whatever like mm-hmm. it just would have kind of wrecked the whole day mm-hmm. So, like, that kind of thing. Or when I lock myself out of my flat, you know, and yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. to come and seek shelter. Or when you want to go to, like, queer things. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't always want to go to with your partner. And whilst, you know, lesbians, your, your partner probably is, you know, effectively your best friend. They are still your partner. They hold mm. a different place in your mm. life. Mm. And it's just so important to, like at least attempt to make the friends this is the thing like we will discuss how like it is challenging like no one's gonna sit here and be like just get a lesbian friend like that is hard (laughs) but it should be a priority as much as dating is i think a hundred percent a hundred percent and like you should make time for those friendships outside of your relationship yeah like um 
my partner doesn't currently live in London, mm-hmm. but she's hoping to move to London. Mm-hmm. And we've already spoken about when that comes mm-hmm. that we will have specific times and days where we spend time with other people yeah. and not with each other yeah. because it's important it's mm-hmm. so important because otherwise like if you need to vent about something like where do you do how it? can you do that yeah. and then you just hold it in it's like resentful that's and, it it's not good for your relationships you know, it's no. not good like i have a different situation where i live with my partner mm. so i have to like make a conscious effort to not be around her mm. which is mm-hmm. cha- difficult yeah. it is challenging because yeah. you don't want to yeah but like it is so important and then when you get away sometimes you find yourself being like oh I can like think a bit more critically now about that thing maybe I was overreacting mm. or something like mm-hmm. that um and or it, underreacting or underreacting Equally. yeah it depends <laughs> you know? yeah yeah exactly um but yeah it is hard mm. I, I do want to like preface that by saying like mm. it is hard it's hard to find a balance if you if you're single it's hard to find a balance if you're in a relationship mm. it's hard to maintain keep find like yeah yeah it's hard and like the last thing on why it's positive, I think that queer friendships specifically, um, and when you have that group, they do help you grow into your most authentic self. Yes, 100%. yes. Your, even just like your physical image. Yeah, yeah. Like I've changed so much since we've been friends, and I think I've become more and more <laughs> <laughs> authentically me. Yeah. Um, I'd agree with that because yeah, that that person they hold that space for you, and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, go for it, you. yeah, biggest cheerleader. Like, and I think you need that, yeah, to grow that way because your your friend, your best friend, won't judge the way you look if you do something a bit weird. No. Whereas like you might be worried about what your partner thinks, but you won't care what your best friend will think yeah. when you dye your hair or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. No, exactly. Um, so yeah, it allows you to be really like full um, and and fulfill your potential. Yeah. So maybe let's get into some things mm-hmm. of why queer friendships can be difficult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I mean, there's so many reasons. Like, mm-hmm. I think generally the one we want to focus on is the confusion of sexual tension and mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. Um, which mm. I think really only happens at the beginning. Yeah. Would you agree? I would agree. I was thinking no, I, about that. I would agree. Yeah. I would say... I would say this whole kind of friends to lovers trope that people spread around is really damaging because then I think it like creates quite a lot of confusion in platonic friendships Mm -hmm. and my hot take is if you don't get over that and if you don't like come to a point where you decide we're Mm going to be friends or like we were never really friends and this is Mm -hmm. a romantic thing Mm -hmm. then then if you don't ever do that Mm. that's not a friendship yeah yeah and like i said if you move into the romantic side of things it was never a friendship because it was just romantic yeah yeah. you know so like i think you have to kind of with queer friendships because there's that that there's that chance because you're both attracted to the same gender yeah you have to ignore that potential at some point and move on from it because otherwise yeah you you can't be real friends Mm. Mm. really yeah i'd never really thought about like that like that mm. I was immediately offended because my partner is a um, <laughs> friends to lovers situation mm. but you you redeemed yourself because you said you know you were never really friends and that's true like if you yeah. uh, Juliet knows um Juliet's weirdly uh <laughs> involved in the beginning <laughs> of my relationship with yeah. my um girlfriend because just because um Juliet and I met actually after I met my mm. partner but 
kind of the same time. Mm, mm. So we were sort of developing our friendship and I was developing my relationship with her. Mm. And um, we, we weren't friends. Like mm. the way we were acting wasn't friends. No. Um, <laughs> so I think you're right. I think sometimes maybe we're in a bit of denial. Mm. Maybe it's complete ignorance. Mm. I don't know what it is, to be honest. I think mm. it depends on the situation. Yeah. But you, you as you said, you, you have to keep yourself in check, not someone else. It is up to you. Mm. It's up to you and putting those like boundaries in place if you need to or like having those discussions and moving in a different direction Mm. um but I think what is important on this is that I think a large part of why queer people queer women especially go into even entertaining their queer friends as being like a sexual partner or a romantic partner Mm -hmm. is because that's how society paint us yeah we paint they paint us to you know be attracted to every other queer person yeah and sexualize women in general Mm -hmm. so i think you absorb a lot of that and Mm. then act in that way because that's the expectation of you Mm. in a lot of ways yeah um yeah yeah and i think people in the community put on each other which is really shit yeah yeah like, oh you definitely I fancy her yeah 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 like let's be real we had that yeah when we were at the beginning stages of our friendship like we would like post us doing stuff on instagram whatever yeah. which were friendshipy things yeah friendship like, things. <laughs> doing anything yeah, literally, like, like chilling in the park just, or like you were just hanging out in my house or whatever yeah and there were multiple people within the community like our friends mm. girlfriends yeah. and like just multiple other people <laughs> um who were like oh yeah they're definitely fucking yeah like what the fuck can two queer women not just be friends yeah is that yes. not a possibility yes, and yes they can yeah. and is what, the reality what are you projecting if you think that like mm. even when at the time when it was happening to us i remember like well to be honest i was very hurt but upon reflection mm. i can see that like what were you projecting, sweetheart? Because, mm. like, what's it your business? And we actually said um, it at the time. Nothing was going on, obviously. But what if it was? Yeah. Like, how could you do that to another queer person? Be like, yeah. no, you're definitely fucking. I've actually taken it to a room full of people. We've all decided you are fucking because of one picture you posted on your story. Yeah. That is wild. It's crazy to me. And, like, I remember being so angry and annoyed about it at the time. Mm and it's actually the most angry i've ever seen you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because there was one specific person who made a comment mm. and they kind of used it in a larger context of another argument we were having at the time um which is hurtful yeah so it was mm. like this throwaway like stab in the dark comment and but it's, it's like, not a throwaway comment is it it's a well, it's big not. big accusation yeah yeah and and they said it and when we met and discussed the argument they said it again and I was like I don't know why you don't understand that this is so hurtful for you Mm. to be expressing to me like Mm. what the actual fuck Mm. and quite honestly it nearly ruined our friendship yeah it did like those views being constantly put on you by other people Mm. it makes you think oh well is this not like is this not a real friendship then like am I am I not seeing it you know in the platonic way that it should be and like Mm. am i projecting something out there that like Mm. is making it confusing or you know so like yeah yeah suddenly you're very aware of everything you're doing Mm. and i mean i just wanted to come off social media to be honest yeah you know i can't get it right and my social media like and i've 
feel like a lot of people's it's not an accurate representation of who i am mm. so um, also now but definitely yeah. not then especially when you're single and stuff you put out exactly what yeah. you want oh yeah key thing there we were both single at the time yes and i think part of it yeah that's yeah. what made it so difficult because it was like even though i was seeing someone mm. And I know you were seeing people. Mm. It was just so confusing. And then it was like, God, how am I acting? Mm. So all in all, if someone's doing that to you, I would seriously recommend like telling them that's homophobic, basically what you're doing. Like just straight up saying, and if they don't like it, gay people can be homophobic. Honestly. Yeah, literally. Yes, they can. And I I hate that people within our community do that. Mm. And like one of the big parts of that conversation, I think that is so important is that like, Physical touch with a queer platonic friendship can be just that. Can yes, just be yeah. platonic yeah. touch. Like it doesn't have to be sexual. Mm. Like I think in a couple of those videos we were hugging or whatever. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like that's fine. What's wrong with that? It's platonic. <laughs> like we're not snogging each other's faces no. off. Like Jesus Christ. No. Like calm down. Yeah, honestly. And what's noteworthy about that? I reflected on this last night. Mm. Um, when I was seeing girls, and I'd like do them on do them <laughs> put them on social media because yeah. I, I was that bitch I'm afraid like I'd like soft launch on the story um people like my straight friends would know mm. because this is back when I had straight friends I don't really know mm. um but none of them said anything about you and I mm. so I think that's noteworthy that mm. they maybe actually straight people potentially can be more critical about these things Maybe because they don't mm. know about that yeah. lesbian trope of friends yeah. to lovers. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, well, I had the opposite. I had someone oh. who was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I really want to meet your, I'm assuming, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I take it back. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. Depends. Depends on the person, yeah, I guess. I guess it's difficult. Um, well, whilst we're on the topic mm. of straight people, mm-hmm. what about friendships with straight people mine are a fucking nightmare <laughs> not, not so much i've got two like noteworthy ones boys mm. can't do it mm. I'm, do you know what? i'm just not a a girl's boy is that what i'm trying to say yeah 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 like i just like they just don't pick like me, me. <laughs> yeah oh, yeah god i'm standing like a pick. i'm the opposite of a pick yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. i i've never really managed to maintain male friendships same to be fair yeah, yeah i don't relate to them in any way yeah um they don't relate to me if anything they just mean to me and mm. i don't enjoy that mm. i think um it's difficult being friends with straight people because they just have a very different experience of the world mm. around them um and like i kind of said before i'm not going to go over it again but they don't they don't experience things like hate crimes they don't get it yeah um but i do think they can be valuable when you're trying to get like an outside eye perspective on the queer community and maybe like queer things that do happen like like you hauling or whatever maybe so like queer people i feel like would be more like yeah go like do your thing yeah whereas i feel like maybe those straight people would be like Mm. it's been two weeks are you sure straight people do that too though yeah well they do (laughs) i I think i agree with you i think they can also be overly critical because i've had mm, i don't i don't think they were straight straight identifying but very Mm. questionable Mm. um and that's from their actions that's not just from me Mm. like they have Mm. sort of come out but sort of gone back on it so i'm I'm not going to identify that Mm. but um they were really harsh about like oh such a lesbian 
like mm. oh just calm down like you're just like you're just being a stereotypical lesbian so Ooh, i think okay. it depends yeah. um yeah. but yeah no i do think actually a lot of mm. um negativity comes from your fellow queers yeah. also there might be jealousy as well amongst queers yeah. jealousy of when you came out jealousy mm. of your experiences yeah jealousy yeah, exactly. of your i don't know your priv- your pretty pri- privilege whatever it is mm. there is there is a lot of jealousy in the queer community i think mm. Mm. um okay yeah so now we're talking about uh, the ways in which queer people can be, you know, coming at us in, mm. in our friendships. Let's maybe chat about why you may want to end a, a friendship with a queer person. Well, well with anyone, mm. in, in all honesty. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it's really important, isn't it? Yeah, That, definitely. like, once a friendship is not serving you mm. and it's become draining and it's taking away from your life more than adding to it Mm. then get rid yeah i mean we say it so flippantly do you think you're good at doing that no yeah it's hard (laughs) no yeah no you've you've said that you are i don't know if i'm good at it i've Mm. done it like Mm. quite a few times Mm -hmm. um i think people have a go at people that don't um that put their point across and tell the person why they're not talking Mm. to them anymore Mm. i think there's a fine line i think i've done both i've done um friendship enders where i've told the person why and i've also done the just stop talking to them stop hanging out with them Mm. um and i think it depends on the person because i remember i ended a friendship with someone and she would not have been receptive in any way Mm. to a conversation Mm. so it was easier just to step away yeah and not block or or anything like that but Mm. um yeah just step away and not talk yeah yeah i've had friendships where like there were friendships from you know past like school and all of that where it really becomes down to like who they are as a person and mm. i can't change that that's mm. how they are mm. but it was not adding to my life in a positive way so then wh- why at that point would i continue and like to be honest i've i've never really outwardly gone to someone and been like this is why i'm ending this friendship i'm ending it now mm. it's been more of a slow fade don't really see them anymore mm-hmm. and then it kind of peters out um because i just like you were saying with that person not being receptive i think quite often people aren't yeah they don't like criticism. they're not yeah mm-hmm. and then like you might get put into a, a situation where you feel guilt tripped into maintaining a friendship that mm. you don't want to maintain so mm. like yeah. I, is that is that worth it is mm. it is it worth giving that person potential closure mm. over you actually getting freedom from that relationship that's not serving you i don't know if it is really. yeah you could also just change the trajectory or the um the boundary of your friendship mm-hmm. so maybe you were close friends and now actually you just go on nights out or mm. you see them once a month and you see them once a week yeah um that's fine too i i think as long as you're happy and you're mm. not feeling drained by the person mm-hmm that's fine yeah but i also think it's like totally fine to just not be friends with someone anymore you don't need 20 friends around you at all times i think sometimes it takes like having a good friend Mm -hmm. to then know what that is like yeah and then get context for for when people are being rubbish shitty yeah basically Mm. like for example like a lot of times when we hang out Mm -hmm. we you know 
feel energized after hanging out mm. and we're like oh that was amazing that's great like mm. so often we've come away from hanging out we'll send a little like text <laughs> I know like, oh. oh my god so happy <laughs> so cute um we're like love you so much um but that's the energy that's and the why energy can't you, you have that yeah, yeah with exactly. everyone with all of your friends exactly. why can't you you won't always get along like perfectly so mm. maybe you can't always have it but you should at least have it with some of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's the draining feeling. Like we've all had it. You've gone yeah. and hang out with someone that's draining and you just think, why is that happening? There's a, <laughs> there's a word for it. Um, energy vampires. They ah, suck the energy from yeah. you with their negativity or whatever it may be. And mm. like, I'm not blaming that person mm. if, if that is the way that they are. But like, it's difficult. maybe they need to go on a journey mm-hmm. and like, learn and grow into something more positive mm. for the, for them mm. mainly mm. and then like you can revisit at that stage but yeah. yeah if it's not aligning it's not aligning we had someone write in oh yeah about something like this mm. so we had someone write in is it a toxic friendship love them too much to be mad at them i have a friend who always gets cross when we go out together and i start talking to someone else and this is just being friendly and saying hello um like I was her girlfriend, but I'm not, and says that I'm being selfish. After a night of alcohol, I forgive them every time. Ooh. Hmm. Um, I, sounds like that person has a crush on you. Yeah. For one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's either that or maybe they're just very anxious and they don't mm. like being left. Mm. Um, I don't, you know, without seeing the situation, you don't know. I'd just say talk to them. Like, yeah. And if they're not receptive at all, yeah. it's probably more likely a crush. Yeah. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, and I I don't really agree with the whole, oh, they were drunk, so it's not that far. Oh, I hate that. No. It's not an excuse. No, no, yeah. it's not an excuse. Like, mm. your behavior is your behavior. Yeah. You're in control of, unless you have a problem, you're mm. in control of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, why should I just negate the fact that you were a bitch to me mm. because you were drinking? Like, mm. no, mm. no. If that's the experience every time you go out and that is draining. Yeah. And like to say you you have an argument with someone every time you go out, like more like I wouldn't go said, out. I wouldn't want to go out. No. <laughs> and then also like imagine the anxiety of like yeah, before that no. and then like having to do a repair job on the friendship every single time you go out. You can like, get a better friendship than that. Yeah. 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 I would say... Talk to them first. Talk to them. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to end the friendship. I would recommend not going out with them. Yeah. Maybe that's a that's boundary. That's yep. You need to put in place. Mm-hmm. A boundary. Oh, yeah. look at this. Love a boundary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and just be like, oh, like, we, we tend to have not good nights out when I go mm-hmm. out with you. Maybe let's just do something in the day or mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah. that's a perfect example mm-hmm. of, of a friendship that's maybe not serving you and mm-hmm. you need to take a bit of a look at yeah clear so how can we make friends then we've been screaming about it i know um so i had a thing about this and i think i have several friends that use bumble bff yep um that's great uh there's lots of queer events that you can go to a lot of them are really receptive to you going on your own so don't worry about like going with other people Mm -hmm. quite often there's like meetups and stuff meetups Mm -hmm. um and if you're looking to make specifically uh, queer friends, like maybe look at things that um, quite a lot of people who are queer get involved in, like mm-hmm. rock climbing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, why not? Um, get a yeah, hobby. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and yeah like i when i was newly coming out i was coming out of lockdown so i went to quite a lot of these queer meetups i went to mm -hmm. uh we are queer london mm -hmm. meetups which yep. were called let's hang at the yeah, time yeah, yeah. um and yeah like everyone was so so friendly and mm -hmm. so lovely mm -hmm. um so yeah i would really recommend it yeah yeah going to queer events that aren't just club clubbing basically because mm. you don't really meet friends clubbing or i never have no i haven't um, really and like i don't think they always tend to necessarily be the friendships that are based in like a good foundation yeah really, you yeah know? yeah Agreed. yeah kind yeah. of fair weathery friends if it's mm -hmm. like from yeah me on a night out yeah yeah <laughs> which is still fun it's still fun when you go to yeah the like, oh i know that person yeah exactly. uh, it's not for an awful reason <laughs> so anything more to add um maybe just to end it like how can we how can we make sure that we maintain the friendships that we have um i think the biggest thing for me that i've learned um as i've got older <laughs> mm -hmm. um is that friendships evolve and change because yeah you evolve and change mm. and i think you just have to have an awareness of that yeah and like keep communications open of how how you can adapt to it mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. um and and yeah that's my take on it yeah grow together mm. yeah definitely yeah exactly. friendships change i mean i haven't heard this since being an adult but where people say that oh you've changed it's mm. like well yeah of course i have yeah um, you should be evolving and changing otherwise you're not learning from the experiences that you have well that's so, it exactly yeah. yeah and i think what you said earlier about um keeping each other in check as well i think that's mm. important that's a really good way to maintain it because yeah. you know just like a relationship you know when people say oh you're not in your real relationship until you've had your first argument it's kind of the same i don't agree with that but it's kind of the same <laughs> with friendships like you do yeah. have to disagree you can't yeah. just be like oh but she's my friend so i'm not gonna you know say anything mm. it's like no like if they've done something or they're doing something like there's a way to do it you know mm. you don't have to just attack your friend every 10 seconds mm. mm -hmm. but there is like a way to keep them in check and like maybe like rethink what you've just done mm. you know maybe just do you really think that like deep mm. down inside is that really what you your morals are yeah i mean saying that we we've not really argued much at all no i think no. we've had one argument in, mm -hmm. in the time that we've been friends mm -hmm. yeah and that was because of my poor behavior and it was it was needed yeah and i know? just like i think we didn't we wasn't even really an argument like i no. think it was just like it's a discussion yeah, yeah. it was a, a just a communication of of what that was at the time yeah and yeah yeah, yeah exactly that's what you need really but to wrap it all up i hope that people can i'm gonna get all soppy now <laughs> prepare yourselves Sorry, get a sick bag ready <laughs> <laughs> i hope that people can find a close friend like i have in lucy honestly like i think that i always wanted that like someone who sees the world in like a similar way to me mm -hmm. and like you just know you're on the same brave brave brain wavelength um <laughs> and like yeah there's just always there for you when you need them i agree i yeah. mean i i don't think i know i wouldn't be where i'm at in my like personal journey my queer journey my like work journey i don't know everything if i didn't have julia because it's just so mm. key to have someone there that isn't your partner like yeah. I, I can't stress it enough isn't yeah. family isn't partner um yeah. and just someone that you 
just feel fine with like yeah. there's never any issues it's yeah. just like I say fine it's more like a like a calm wave yeah like I view our friendship as like being by the sea we've yeah. never been by the sea yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we used to we should. <laughs> but just yeah like sitting like on like a rock or something and just mm. it's just calm yeah like that's what I think like every time we hang out yeah. just you and I that's generally what it's like but we also like we just you just get it when it's like your mm. your best friend you just get it like when we're on a night out and stuff like you have to perform to a certain extent but mm. we know we don't have to do that with one another yeah and that's why you know you see me being grumpy and things like that because we are yeah so close that there's never any need to have walls up and boundaries up and I mm. agree I really hope people can go out there and find that mm. we met through a friend yeah um but it doesn't mean you can't meet them in on bumblebee yeah. or however yeah exactly and like to have someone that you're so secure in in all those ways mm-hmm. um and so you know they're gonna be in your life like no matter what mm-hmm. and like you know i hope one day like we're getting married and oh god if we have kids having kids <laughs> and all of that and we're doing it together yeah agreed yeah agreed oh, oh that's very nice enough. i know i know you can see it in my eyes um well as always, you know where to find us. Yes. Dyke Lemmers. Um, yeah. Give us a rating. It really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it tells tells the streaming platforms mm-hmm. that we, we're on all of them. That mm-hmm. um, we exist. We exist. <laughs> and that people should give us a listen so mm-hmm. that we can grow this little community of people talking about the queer discussions mm-hmm. that we want to have mm-hmm. um, and supporting one another. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Dyke Lemmers, D-Y-K-E. L-E-M-M-A-S. L-E-M-M-A-S. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it now. Amazing. We'll see All you right. next week. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.